Welcome to the Kev Reads Podcast, where I read mucho Reddit stories and the exceptional online articles. This is episode three. I want to give a shout out to you all, my old listeners, my new listeners. You guys have been giving me some amazing feedback. I came out with two episodes previously, and my first one was the Karen stories. I got some, you know, amazing advice on what I should do to follow up with that one. And then I came out with the conspiracy theories. You guys have eaten that one up and you guys have given me nothing but praise and love. So I got to find an interesting way eventually to bring that one back. I think for my first 10 episodes, I want to do something different from each other. That way I have like a diverse catalog and that way I'm not boring you all with the same old content every you know few episodes. So I think with this episode, I'm going to reach back into the Reddit stories and this one is going to be uh, pretty messy. But before I get started with all that, I need to give a huge shout out to somebody who saved my ass earlier this week. Now, I mentioned to you guys on my first episode that I am a delivery driver, but I didn't mention to you that I was from the Midwest. And lately, Mother Nature hasn't been too kind to us. Now, I had this one package to deliver in the cut like it was in the back, like behind a bunch of apartments and me trying to embrace my black Captain America and be the overachiever that I try to be, I didn't trust my first instinct. I tried to go down this hill and got myself stuck. But long story short, my boss called this towing company out of South Roxana. It was called A&G Towing. This man was phenomenal. This man didn't even have to use his own truck. I'm not embarrassed to say, I couldn't even get myself out of the situation. He literally jumped in my truck and backed it all the way out. I was literally stuck on ice, y'all. What would have taken me three hours took this man three minutes. He didn't insult me. He didn't make me feel stupid. He literally jumped in the truck was like, I got this. And he just backed it up. Plus, he gave me an awesome deal. And no, this isn't an ad. This is a shout out. So, yeah, shout out to you, A&G Towing, for rescuing me that day. If you guys ever need a towing or anything for, you know, a really good price, just call him, man. He'll work something out. You can get a, you can get a hold of him at 618-977-5943. But let's get back to some Reddit stories. I want to name this segment, What Are Friends For? Because I was reading or actually listening to this one, and it's just all kinds of messy, y'all. Now, I'm sure we all had some petty people in our lives that pulled something that made us almost stop growing as a person. Hey, I once had a former friend roll up with my high school diploma. Yeah, you heard that right. He rolled up with my high school diploma. You know who you are if you're listening to but hey, that conversation is for another day, and I'm not here for that right now, so let's get to these Reddit stories. The caption reads, what is the most messed up thing a friend has done? Now, before I start, I just want to let y'all know I'm not here to be messing up no friendships. I just want to read these. I want to entertain you guys, so listen to this alone. This first story comes from Deandra Benbo. She says, the most messed up thing that tops everything is when my friend basically catfished me. Let me explain. So one of her friends got my number and started talking to me. I thought, well, this shouldn't hurt since my friend considered me as her best friend and any of her friends could be chill with me too. Long story short, this friend of hers would never let me see him, yet he always would allow my friend over to his house. But yet he was the one trying to get with me. Strange, right? So I called everything off with him and later on discovered that he wasn't real. The number he was texting me from was from an app called Text Plus. My friend has that app, 
the pictures he would send me were pictures I've seen of other people on the internet. And I also discovered that he never lived in the house that both he and my friend said he lived in. Yet, she would always tell me she was at his house. Again, strange, right? Anyways, I found out that this not only happened to me, but to two other girls my friends was friends with. Not a coincidence. Although, I've tried to get her to answer my unanswered questions. She just wanted to end our friendship altogether, saying she didn't know why I would ask her these questions. I would like for you guys to leave your take on this too. Let me know what you think. I left out some details, so if you have any questions, I'll be sure to answer them. Alright Mrs. DeAndrea, I see that situation is very one-sided because I don't think there's ever a good justification to catfishing someone. It definitely sound, sounds like your friend, you know, likes other girls if that's already not common knowledge between you guys, but, you know, I just don't, it's not really a good reason to catfish. I mean, I guess she could, you know, express herself. I mean, going about it that way is kind of messy and weird to me. She's just flat out messing with other girls' feelings here. You know what? I think this episode, I'm going to start up a petty award. And that first girl is a, no a nominee. This next story is from Joe Pinson. He says, "All I guess he's talking about his group of friends, all left me alone on my 18th birthday, which is a big one in the UK. My best friend Sean couldn't make it. He was working, fair enough. My next best friend, Ben D, couldn't make it. He had gotten in trouble with his girlfriend and needed to talk things out with her. He just cheated on her over and over for years so. Me being the nice guy said, okay, hope it works out. Knowing it wouldn't and feeling sorry for this girl who didn't deserve it, my other friend B Ben M was actually available. I went to his house and asked his mom if he was ready to come out. She called him down and I said, hey Ben, Sean and the other Ben can't make it so it'll be me, you and a few other guys. That okay? He said, yeah, sure. Let me go upstairs and get ready. Anyways, I was sitting on his couch for the next 40 minutes watching golf and talking with his dad. I didn't mind his dad. He was really nice and always had been. After it had been an hour now, which I was on a tight schedule, so I was being kind by waiting, Ben's mom went up and I heard them talking a bit. Raised voices, sort of. I heard these words. But it's his 18th, Ben. He said, yeah, so? I knew what had happened. Ben had decided he'd rather stay in his room and play games. He always did. He'd say he'd go out to the cinema with you or meet you in town and then wouldn't show up and wouldn't call to say he changed his mind because he was worried we'd be angry. And it was annoying, but this time I thought because it was my special big birthday, he'd come. She came down and looking disappointed said, I'm sorry, Joe. Ben has changed his mind. He doesn't want to come anymore. I'm so sorry. I smiled and said it was okay, and walked away angry. None of my other friends were available as I wasted an hour at Ben's and it was now 6 p.m. and everyone had made plans. I spent my 18th in a pub with my mom, her boyfriend, my aunt, and uncle, who all got drunk and forgot I was there and left me when I'd drunkenly gone to the toilet. I stumbled out and realized they were gone. Drunk dialed my girlfriend somehow, told her what happened, and she took me back to her place as it was closer and looked after me. My friends effed me over. Joe, I would like to say that your friends are a pet tea. 
But I'm going to be honest with you. I almost gave you a petty award because I noticed something. You just mentioned you had a girl. I'm like, why didn't you spend that time with your girlfriend? Forget the friends. But he shot himself some bail there. He said she was 17 and not old enough to drink. I had invited her, but she said, why would I want to drink Coke or something when everyone else is drinking alcohol? Go have a nice time with your friends and see me the next day. Plus, I took care of her for the entire two years we were in a relationship by comforting her every day. You want to take care of a girl with severe depression, bipolar, or, you know, it, I don't know if that's really important to it, but she, he got, it sounded like he got a good girl and he a good dude for considering that she was only 17 and she didn't really want to drink soda while everyone else was drinking alcohol. So I get it. All right. This next one is from Gerald. He says, I asked my best friend to talk to my ex and ask her why she broke up with me. I think we all know where this is going. She never told me why she broke up with me. So he goes to visit her and ask her why. Well, he came back with no real answer. He said that she said because she was tired of our relationship. He wound up dating her and had sex with her numerous times. And he was a virgin beforehand. I'm the one that basically got them together. Needless to say, I never spoke to either one of them again. I did find out later that I dodged a bullet. She wound up psycho and a paraplegic. Died not long after. Things worked themselves out and I went on to meet my wife. Damn. That took a turn. She died. Bro, if this is a true story, you definitely get the petty award because you should never wish death upon somebody. Or be happy of someone else's demise, for that matter. Okay, so this next one, I apologize if I read it sloppy. Um, the guy admits that his English is bad. His name is Kumar. He says, so I'm in seventh class and jokingly my friend asks about my crush. I told him that I don't have any, but eventually I give up and tell him. But what's next? What he did was unforgivable. He goes to my crush and tell her that I like her. Then she approached me directly and assault me in front of the class. The feeling is terrible. I was sad for more than two to three days. And from that day, I decided never to tell anything personal to your friends, no matter how he or she is close to you or how close they are to you. My God, that story not making sense has nothing to do with your English being bad. Why did you get assaulted? I mean, I guess I do understand I wanted to tell your one of your friends about your crush because you have like a 50-50 chance of that going downhill. Trust me, I do understand that. Okay, so moving on, I went to another thread that reads 15 stories of the worst kind of friend betrayals. I, I'm sure I'm not going to read them all. This one is called False Alarm. When I was in college... A close friend from high school called me in a panic saying his girlfriend was just discharged from the hospital and he needed to go take care of her. When I say close, I mean every weekend together. Called each other's mom's mom. We had a really tight, small circle of friends, so of course I went to help. I had spent all day at school and all night working dinner at a restaurant, but in an emergency like that, sure, I got you. I drove 40 minutes to get him, then an hour to her house. He's trying not to panic the whole way. When we pull up, the bedridden girl who needed round-the-clock assistance was sitting on the curb smoking a cigarette, then bounces up and says, Give me a hug, effer. I very loudly and aggressive made it clear what a piece of sh he was for lying about this. I made sure he knew that he traded our friendship for a ride to his girlfriend's house. Then I drove the hour home and, except for acknowledging him at his brother's wedding, haven't spoken to him since. 
Bro, I definitely, I definitely understand having a friend like that. I once had a friend that I, uh, I, I used to drive all over the place, and one time I drove him to, you know, see another girl, and doing that, I was in a different city that I'm, I'm not usually in. I got pulled over and got like a $250 ticket. I had to sell my stuff to pay that off before I moved, and you know, you think he helped me with anything? Hell no. Nah. As a matter of fact, I think your friend might be a nominee for the Petty Award because you drove an hour and and not only an hour there, but an hour back and gas prices ain't cheap. So I think he's a runner up. As a matter of fact, I might have spoken too soon. So check this one out. It's called going AWOL. You guys know what AWOL is. We you know, we already know it, it's, uh, it's a military term. This one says I had 12 hours before I deployed to Afghanistan. I lived about six hours from my point of departure, airport from which I would fly into theater, and my friend slash ex-girlfriend had committed to driving me there on that day. Packed, dressed, goodbye said, I take an Uber to her house with all my gear and baggage ready to go. I knock on the door and she answers in her robe. I ask her if she was about ready and she proceeds to tell me that she forgot after the two days prior that we talked and that she really wasn't feeling like driving that distance. Utterly shocked and confused, I explained to her that if I miss my flight, it's considered a failure to report for duty, and I could be considered a deserter or AWOL, heavy, consequ heavy consequences for it either way. She told me to figure it out and close the door. At that point, I had no idea what to do, so I called my first sergeant. We worked in a very um, remote location, and he was the closest person to me at that point. That man drove three hours from his home to get me, and then the other six hours to the airport. Brought me dinner, got me tipsy before I had to get on my flight. I had the stunning realization that day that you really can't trust anyone. But I gained a lifelong friend as a result. We still talk to this day. Man, that one messed up because you. she obviously know you in the military and she could care less if you was going to make it back on base. If you would have been AWOL, bro, come on, man. And you said you mentioned that she had a robe on. She caught. She probably had a dude up in there. I mean, it's probably obvious at this point, but let's read this next one. It's titled The Cold Shoulder. The horrible first impression my at the time best friend had on my at the time new girlfriend who was now my wife years later. We all went out to dinner and my wife is shy and quiet while my friends are loud and rowdy. My friend's cousin kept messing with her and being obnoxious despite her very much telling him to stop. At one point he made inappropriate comments on her boobs and it got out of hand where she ended up crying and walking out of the restaurant. I followed her, and my friend, who had been in the bathroom at the time, called me and asked what happened. I told him his cousin was being a dick, and his response was that my girlfriend was being a bitch. That they were trying to get her to talk more, but she was giving them the cold shoulder, and wasn't welcome to their outings anymore. He went on to apologize later, but was having problems with alcoholism, and we drifted our separate ways before long. Look, I know the old guy cold, the bros before hoes. Nah, forget all that. That girl is there with you, and you need to protect that girl. Uh, you shouldn't be letting anybody um, harass her or make her feel uncomfortable. I think you did the right thing. So if I have a positive award to give out, you definitely getting that. And all your friends are getting that petty award. Well, all right, guys. I think that I read a good amount of those uh, petty stories. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm going to plan uh, something for the next episode, uh, episode four. I think I'm going to do creepy neighbor stories. That's uh, uh, per request of my sister. Shout out to you, sis. Um, I'm wanting to do that. But as of now, 
I want to I want to uh, introduce this new segment. I, I don't know if I want to keep it. Uh, I want to see how it goes. So you guys obviously know uh, for the people that know me personally know that I I make music. I mean, I'm, I haven't I haven't really been doing that much recent, but, you know, I understand as a local artist, sometimes you want to get support and it's hard to get a lot of people to care about what you're doing, your craft and, you know, listen to you go on YouTube or Spotify, whatever to, you know, really sit there and listen to what you have. So I want to introduce this segment to where I'm uh, supporting local artists now that I'm gain, you know, I'm gaining this platform and I'm I'm getting myself to a point where I can do this. I want to play a local artist music or at least a snippet of it. I don't know if uh, my audience is predominantly uh, um, or predominantly a uh, music crowd, but, you know, it can be hip hop or it could be any other type of music that, you know, we do. So, yeah, the very first artist I want to um, present to you guys is somebody I'm real cool with. He goes by the name of Light Strife. He is a, a dope artist, man. He a lyricist for especially for the people that like lyricists, man. Um, he inspires me. Um, this is a song he came out with recently. It's called uh, "Blue Shell" featuring Oakwood Jella. So uh, check it out. You can find it on YouTube, um, TikTok, or you know Spotify. I'm pretty sure. Uh, here it is. 